I am delighted to be joined this morning by the Commissioner of Economic Development for the state of Connecticut, David Lehman, who wants to talk this morning about the Connecticut Small Business Boost Fund. He'll talk about community vibrancy initiatives and also Connecticut's economic action plan. David, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. I feel like I know you because back during the peak of the pandemic, when the governor was having all those virtual press conferences almost every day, it seemed, you were on there quite a bit. And I guess when you signed on for the job of Economic Development Commissioner, you didn't plan on that being part of the job description, did you? <laughs> Good morning. Uh, great to be here, and thanks for having me on. No, uh, absolutely. Uh, no, no one, uh, no one thought a global pandemic would be happening, and uh, thankfully, we are we're at the end or the tail end of at least that portion of uh, dealing with COVID. But don't 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 uh, don't want to go back to those days anytime soon. But certainly. Uh, Glad, glad we got through it and was good. glad to be part of the team at the time. So turn the clock ahead just a couple of years or so. Where do you see economic development now in the state of Connecticut as opposed to what we saw two years ago? Yeah, the, the state has recovered quite strongly from the pandemic. And we look at a number of, of different data sets and sources here. But if you look at a, a couple that I think are most uh, indicative of the future, you know, one is business formation. You, you're seeing record business formation across the state of Connecticut. So uh, versus COVID, versus pre-COVID levels, uh, business formation was up 20% in 2020 and then another 20% in 2021. So you're, you're seeing businesses form in the state at levels that are 40% higher than they were uh, in 2019. And actually, these are the the highest level since 2005. So every month in the state, roughly 1,100 businesses are being formed. And these are businesses that intend to hire people and, and grow and thrive in the state. So that's very positive. Uh, the other things that we look at, uh, the unemployment rate, you know, just yesterday, there, there was new data coming out. The state's unemployment rate is now down to 3.7%, a decrease 0.3% over the past month. Uh, we still have 1.7 jobs for every person that's looking for a job. It's a very, very tight labor market, uh, which is which is a good thing for, for workers, for sure. And um, importantly, you're seeing the participation rate. How many people that are part of the workforce, the labor force in Connecticut, continues to increase. And we have one of the strongest labor force participation rates in New England. And that's really important because that's how we're going to grow our economy, getting more people in the state and more people that are already here, uh, you know, working and doing productive jobs. So very good recovery. We need to continue growing jobs and growing businesses in the state, but all the data points in a very positive direction. Yet everywhere you go, there are help wanted signs for all types of businesses, all parts of the economy. Why is that? Well, for a couple of reasons. Um, you know, you have had a tremendous amount of fiscal stimulus from the federal government and then through the state, through the state government as, as well, as well as the Federal Reserve for two years was providing a lot of monetary stimulus. So you, you have a lot of demand and a lot of pent-up demand that is still working through the economy. Uh, and as a function of, of that, uh, there was a demand for goods and services that we hadn't seen in, in quite some time. And on the supply side, you had supply chain issues that, that uh, were and still are around. So a confluence of, of tremendous demand and some of the supply issues that are happening, not just in Connecticut or the, or the country, this is a global issue. And as a result of that, you've had uh, very, very tight labor markets across the country and across the world again. And I, I think COVID, certainly uh, many people left the labor force for a while. We're seeing many of them come back, but not all of them are back. So it's a, it's a combination of those three issues, tremendous demand, supply issues, and, and labor force participation as a result of the pandemic was down. Uh, and that's kind of the perfect storm that we've been seeing here in Connecticut and across the U.S. And as you try to build the Connecticut economy, one thing you wanted to talk about today was the Connecticut Small Business Boost Fund. What is that? 
Yeah, so the, the governor announced, I think it was two weeks ago, or approximately two weeks ago at this point in time, uh, a new initiative to, to, to assist small businesses that are looking to grow in Connecticut. Uh, one of the things we hear from many of the businesses that I mentioned that are forming and starting in the state is access to capital is really important. Uh, so the, gov- the governor spearheaded a $150 million lending initiative. Half of the money is coming from the state of Connecticut, and half is coming from the private sector. So it was important to us to work with the private sector as opposed to compete with the private sector. And for every dollar that the state's putting in, $2 are going to be lent to small businesses. Uh, and just before I keep going here, uh, ctsmallbusinessboostfund.org is, is the website. Again, that's ctsmallbusinessboostfund.org. Uh, that's where businesses can, can go and nonprofits as well and, and apply for funding. Uh, so loans here will range from 5000 to $500,000. They are uh, loans with a 4.5% interest rate, no, no origination fees. Businesses, even startup businesses, are eligible for some of this funding. Uh, and it was important to us that, that 50% or more of the funding go to our hardest-hit communities, our distressed municipalities, as well as women and minority-owned businesses. That's where we've seen greater unemployment um, and, and uh, less growth in incomes uh, as a result of the pandemic. So th- this was an initiative that was launched where we want to complement a lot of the lending that's being done by the private sector, again, working with the private sector, and, and really focus on helping all our small businesses and providing another tool for them to succeed with uh, low-cost capital where the state's working with the banking sector. Some businesses receive COVID-19 relief funds. Can they still apply for the Connecticut Small Business Boost Fund? Absolutely. Yeah, this is complimentary. So uh, regardless of federal or other state programs that businesses have taken part in, uh, they are eligible to uh, look at the Boost Fund. And if they go to this website, you can apply right online at at ctsmallbusinessboostfund.org, and you can be matched up with one of uh, up to six different community development lenders that can provide these loans to you. And it's a pretty quick turnaround time, I should mention as well. Loans can be funded in up to as little as four weeks, some even a bit sooner than that. Uh, and since this program was launched, we've had over, over 2,000 visits to the site and uh, businesses being matched up with potential lenders, as well as uh, th- this program will provide technical assistance. So if there are questions around business plans and marketing and other advice that's needed from our small businesses, the Boost Fund uh, program will provide that as well. Is a Connecticut Small Business Boost Fund loan forgivable? It is not. No. So these are not forgivable loans. Uh, the thought was, let's provide very low-cost, competitive, no-fee loans. They're, again, uh, 4.5% rate, five or six years, depending on um, the size of the loan. But these, these are conventional loans that will need to be paid back. Do I need collateral? Yes. Uh, depending on uh, the type of business and, and, and you know, who the guarantor is or the obligor at the, at the business level, there, there could be guarantees, there could be other collateral that is required. Um, so it's, it's going to be uh, similar to, I would say, other lending institutions, but we're trying to make it a streamlined process with a very competitive rate and, and, and access for different businesses. All the information at ctsmallbusinessboostfund.org, one word, ctsmallbusinessboostfund.org, with a one-stop shop for business owners, for hands-on support and guidance before, during, and after the loan application process. Moving along this morning, David, you've got some community vibrancy initiatives. What are those? 
Yeah, another thing that we've really been focused on in the Lamont administration is, is focusing our efforts on what we call place-based economic development and place-based growth. Place-based growth. So we want to support small businesses, but we want to make a lot of investments in our cities uh, in particular uh, and make sure that they are vibrant, livable, um, exciting areas for, you know, whether you're young, middle-aged, or old, for, for you to be in Connecticut and, and uh, enjoying all that Connecticut has to offer. So a couple things that we've done. Uh, one is an initiative called the Connecticut Communities Challenge. And, and these, this is a $100 million program we're doing in two different tranches where we're trying to support public-private partnerships in our cities. So, for example, uh, housing initiatives, other initiatives around uh, restaurants, retail, um, anything that really improves the livability where the city can partner with the state as well as the private sector. And that's also been uh, one of the governor's focus points here is let, let's make sure we're, we're complementing um, the private sector and what the localities want to do. So, for example, the first round of the Communities Challenge, uh, we awarded 12 different cities just under $50 million. But that, that state funding supported up to $150 million in investment all across the state of Connecticut. Uh, we're actually going to be doing a second tranche of, of that uh, here at the end of this year. Uh, so that's one initiative the Communities Challenge. We continue to support uh, through Brownfields redevelopment. We have a lot of uh, sites in the state, old manufacturing sites, for example, old mills, um, that we're trying to turn around. We're trying to make sure that they get cleaned up and they get turned into housing. They get turned into new office space or creative space. So we continue to support that uh, to the tune of $25 million per year. Uh, and then lastly, I just mentioned the, the new initiative that was uh, launched. is called the, the CIF, or the Community Investment Fund. Uh, and this is a significant initiative. It's just starting here in, in September uh, that will provide up to $175 million per year of funding, again, focused on our hardest-hit communities, our distressed municipalities where, where, where uh, unemployment is higher and incomes are generally lower. Um, we want to make sure that we're supporting those areas, again, through nonprofits and, and the private sector, trying to leverage those state dollars. So for every dollar we put out, we're trying to make sure that we're, we're, we're getting a lot of uh, other investment alongside the state. We just think that's really important to success in addition to the leverage. So a lot of investments into, into our physical places, which we think is really important for uh, the, the state's continued economic success and growth over the next couple generations. And David, you mentioned the Brownfields program, and you've actually helped out Wyndham with that, the DECD Brownfields program on three occasions, assessment grant for 1248 Main Street, tank removal at the Whitewater Park, and most recently, a remediation grant for 1248 Main Street. Just a couple thoughts about how Wyndham is a good example of that program. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And, and the Brownfields one program is, is, is a program I probably have the most conviction on because these dollars go such a long way. That first dollar, half a million dollars, whatever the number is, to clean up an old site that someone otherwise wouldn't touch, that, that really sends a message that we're, we're serious about progress here uh, and, and we get a lot of leverage in terms of private sector investment that ultimately follows those state dollars. So uh, in Wyndham and across the state, this is one of our, our greatest programs and something we look forward to continuing. Our Economic Development Commissioner or Director here, Jim Bellano, says during COVID, the state through DECD offered a $5,000 grant to small businesses that had an incredibly quick turnaround time on it with little or no paperwork involved. Is that part of your goal to, like, cut down on the paperwork? 
Yeah, that's exactly right. And thanks, thanks to Jim for mentioning that to you. So, you know, we, we have supported uh, small business and our goal is to, to automate things. We, we rather um, uh, streamline everything uh, online. Again, you'll see that with ctsmallbusinessfund.org. Uh, we want things to be in one place and we want there to be a quick turnaround time. Our focus is for the user experience to, to be Amazon-like, to use that analogy, where uh, you don't feel like you're dealing with a, with a slow state government. You, you feel like you're, you're getting a quick response and an automated response. So we did, uh, I think, a total of $85 million of funding during COVID to various uh, support to businesses and nonprofits. Actually, the governor just announced another $30 million of funding last week to the hospitality sector. And in those instances, we're trying to automate it. And last week, for example, we actually didn't even have an application process. We used data that the state already had from businesses and provided uh, up to $30 million in funding to 1,700 businesses across the state that were negatively impacted by COVID. And our goal is to keep being, trying to make sure that we're focused on efficiency and make it easy for our clients, which are businesses and nonprofits across Connecticut. And Jim was talking about the Urban Act grants that included the Intermodal Transportation Center, we call it our parking garage here, Jilson Fencing, and part funding for the Shabu Stage, and in the past, downtown facade improvements. But the DECD, your department, helps administer that, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Ur- Urban Act is another example of our, our focus on community and that community vibrancy. So things like the Intermodal Center and, and various arts uh, initiatives across the state and Wyndham and beyond, uh, you know, we, we will administer those projects and those improvements. And we, we think that, again, is a re- really critical area where the state can complement what cities view as important and what the private sector is doing. So those are some things that are going on now. When you specifically refer to eastern Connecticut, not just Wyndham, but the Wyndham area, can you kind of look in your crystal ball and tell us what's to come as far as how your department is helping economic development in our part of the state? Yeah, I think there's a couple things. You know, we, we want to continue to support, and I'm actually heading to, to New London later this afternoon for the, uh, an event around the new Coast Guard Museum, which I think will be really interesting and exciting and, and really further advance what's happening down in the New London area. But but in terms of what we're doing across the state and, and what I think when I think about Eastern Connecticut, you know, I, I think certainly the continued uh, growth of our manufacturing sector, uh, aerospace and defense in particular, uh, electric boats continued hiring in Connecticut as, as well as Rhode Island, we think is going to be very very significant. And I think as a result of that, you're going to see migration um, and, and more housing, more vibrancy in cities like New London, Groton, and, and beyond. So I think what we're looking to do is, is support those businesses, support those manufacturers. There's lots of initiatives. For example, uh, there's $110 million around workforce, and the governor announced a Career Connect initiative uh, where we want to make sure that we're training welders, for example, not just for electric boat, for folks that are going to be um, you know, in the supply chain for, for that area. So there's going to be funding for for workforce initiatives, very, very important. Uh, and then in addition to that, we want to make sure that we're funding development in, in terms of housing and other, I mentioned communities challenge before, the other physical infrastructure that we think is necessary to support the growth in our business lines. And you're going to see that in eastern Connecticut uh, and, and really all, all across the state of Connecticut. And you have an initiative called Connecticut's Economic Action Plan. What are some of the highlights of that? Yeah, so the the you know the action plan was a holistic um, you know analysis that was done to really thinking about what do, what do we need to make sure the state you know is successful over the next two three four generations the next hundred years um, and, and there were a couple pillars you know one was innovation we're very focused on continuing to grow innovation across the state of Connecticut so we have a, a an initiative right now called Innovation Corridor where we're challenging communities universities and the private sector to work together to make sure that we have cutting edge innovation and things like biotech, for example, in New Haven, or financial activities and financial technology in places like Stanford. Uh, So we're really trying to pursue that. 
Workforce has long been a strength of the state. I mentioned some of the initiatives around workforce and the funding for that. That's going to be really, really key because, you know, talent is how the state of Connecticut is going to continue to compete. But in addition, in, in, as part of the economic action plan, uh, you know, there is a big focus on manufacturing. There is a big focus on, on housing and making sure that we continue to invest in the state in, in housing and that we, you know, one of, the, one of the key things I think we need to do to grow the state uh, is we need to make it easier uh, and more affordable to, to build housing in the state. And that really is a state initiative, but it also comes down to localities. So it's really a holistic effort focused on that innovation, workforce development, housing, making sure that we're growing Connecticut and really accentuating our strengths as we think about the next several generations. David Lehman, the commissioner of the Department of Economic Development, and he's also been talking about this program called the Connecticut Small Business Boost Fund, a brand new $150 million low-interest loan program for Connecticut small businesses and nonprofits. Information on the web at ctsmallbusinessboostfund.org. David, thanks for joining me this morning. Thanks for having me. Look forward to being on soon again. That's a deal. David Lehman, our guest this morning on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.